Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... So pretty decent response to our last podcast, and so as a result, both Noah and myself have essentially gone into the tank um, <laughs> on podcasts over the last three, four weeks. Um, so we wanted to, before we uh, hit the indoors, wanted to give you a quick update on what's what's going on and kind of give you a preview of some of the... Uh, some of what's coming up as we do head to the indoors and we'll have the opportunity to grab a couple of guests. So Noah, why don't we start with your life, which has uh, once again taken a shitty turn. <laughs> Why'd you go up on it at the end? <laughs> it sounded slightly positive. <laughs> um, yeah, no, tweak the ankle again, of course. Why not end the year this way? Um, actually in a pretty good state of mind. You know, sucks to have to miss a few tournaments. Definitely want to be in Vegas. Uh, Charlottesville. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll be losing some of our friends and competitors in that week. Hopefully they make it out alive. But um, Charlottesville definitely will miss. Uh, Carter Mountain and apple picking and everything else that goes along with it. Uh, and, and me. Who? Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's annoying. I mean, this one's going to be a quick return already back on court after a week and a couple of days might have a tournament or two to end the year, but kind of organizing everything and, and, you know, getting ready for next year and, you know, with everything going on with Aussie, having probably less of an understanding of what's happening in Australia. Um, well, I just forgot how to speak English. It's okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how to broadcast anymore. <laughs> But um, yeah, just just <laughs> I gotta figure it out in a couple days. <laughs> um, yeah, just figuring out. I mean, I, I sent in my visa. I most likely won't get in unless tennis players stick to their guns and and you know actually get vaccinated. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So I will definitely miss you over there in, in Seville. Yeah, uh, I am headed to Charlottesville and Knoxville and Champaign. Finish the year on a high note back at home home in in Champaign, which will be a lot of fun for me. I'm very excited about getting back to the Atkins Tennis Center as well as Boar's Head and the Good Friend Tennis Center. The Good Good Friend Tennis yeah. Center in Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, tennis Sangren's going to punch me in the face for not knowing that. Um, that's okay. But how was how was Indian Wells for you? That that's been a busy couple um, of weeks, and Indian Wells in yeah, October. That took a, a lot of time. <laughs> um, I am I I can tell why people love that place. Yeah. Holy crap! The the attendance 
I know it was pretty well documented that it was down um, with the vaccination requirements, the fact that people aren't traveling to Indian Wells to the different time of the year. Yes, the numbers were down, but I can see why everybody loves it. It's gorgeous there, A. Um, you know, the, the amenities there on site are fantastic. Uh, it was interesting that, you know, the play throughout was not always great mm-hmm. because of how slow it was and you know, the balls being as they were. So the, the the quality of play wasn't great. But then, God, that women's final was absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Norrie winning yeah. a, a Masters series is, I mean, again, you know, um, from my observer role, having seen his progression, you know, up close and personal for so many years, that was, I'll, I'll be honest, and I said it, um, I've said it a couple times, it was emotional yeah. for me because I've, I feel like I've had a very close seat to watch this this my little boy grow up. Um, so no, it was it was pretty cool to actually be there to witness first it in time person. Or no, yeah, first in, time. in Indian okay. Wells, yeah. So no, it was it was really cool. I I enjoyed the experience. I hope I get to go back in March. I hope on top of it that we'll have more um, people who are able to attend at that point in March. That would be great. Um, but honestly, um, I am really looking forward to getting back and actually calling some damn challengers like i i am i am anxious to get out there oh and i bought a house so (laughs) and i'm an adult uh yeah i don't know where to go well first yeah these challengers like atp events charlottesville charlottesville is definitely loaded with some really good good fucking tennis players so yeah and everybody you know i think you know we saw that my tennis life with sangren and you know him making jokes about never coming back to seville but I think it's a favorite tournament for so many people being in that area. Boar's Head is obviously a great location, but um, we had some fun here. I, I lost my Waffle House, Virginia, there, which was which was nice. I still, I think I'm still feeling the effects of it now, but no, you're fine. It's okay. <laughs> but you're totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm curious because we always joke around that these three indoors kind of test the mental capacity of a lot yep. of the players. And I think even though this year was quieter, I think, for a lot of players, probably tournament-wise, I think it's going to be no different. I think coming up on kind of a break after an exhausting year for many different reasons, I think we will see a couple mental breakdowns during this time again. I I think so. I mean, you and I called the match with yeah. Michael Moe, I mean, two two years ago, our last time that we were, we were there. Um, I, I completely agree. I also think... Um, normally in, you know, pre COVID you had the very clear math of where you needed to be to get into Australia at the end of this three week stretch. So you could kind of end your season appropriately. I don't think we have the math memorized as easily right now with the ranking points, some falling off, some not because of this and that. And I completely am, am lost, um, with all of that math right now, um, but I, I do think we're going to see um, some some really good tennis and also some really horrendous, like, my brain is done. I want to get the hell out of tennis for a little bit of time. And I think that's going to be – that's part of the fun of these three tournaments. Yeah. No, it's, it's difficult. I think that's one of the most difficult things for me. And I'm not even most likely going to play Australian Open this year. But just even the thought to have qualifying in December again, losing that time off. I don't think people understand the severity of that situation and how that has 
you know, lasting long-term effects on the players because it is a brutal enough season to begin with. Then you add COVID on top of it, and then you add no time off on top of that. This is just not looking out for the players at all. I know we're going to get into it with one of the guests we have tentatively lined (laughs) up um, for this coming Sunday. In fact, we're going to talk about that very thing and much, much more about some of the politics of tennis. Um, But I, I, I mean, I can tell you that I've talked to one player who told me he was planning on essentially just making his off season, the clay court season, somebody who obviously doesn't play too much or play well on the clay and just saying, I'm going to just continue playing since you've got, you know, champagne slash other events around the world ending right before Thanksgiving. It's, it's a month until qualies or, or less. Why not just continue and then just take an off season at a different time? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I, again, you just kind of have to make do right now um, until we, I mean, I feel like we've been saying this for a year until things normalize. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. I think we'll we'll be in next September and be like, yeah, next year, man. You know, twenty twenty three. But, um, but yeah, it's 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 tricky. I don't think a lot of the fans or people from the outside understand the idea that we don't have a tournament schedule. Like, you know, we're we're yeah. you know we're playing, we're getting ready for next year, but we don't know what that means. We there very well may not be a warm up tournament for Australian Open. May not be challengers there or even an ATP event um, before Australia. And then who knows what it looks like after that. So it's a big guessing game right now that, you know, kind of going with the flow. And it's tough to watch other sports. That's all I'll say. You know, it seems like other sports are really flowing along pretty nicely, you know. Yeah, but again, again, it's so... It's it goes again, back to cliche, you, apples to oranges. No, of course, though. of course, I mean, it goes back to what you were a huge fan of and talking about a lot. We spoke about it in a few podcasts. You know, God, what seems like a year ago now. Is this is this the time to you know go back to the idea of geographical tournaments? You know, do we stay in our regions? How do we not yep. try that out again? How do we not see what that could possibly look like? Meet for the grand I think slams. That, I think we're out. We're out of that. Yeah, no. I think I think we're past it. I mean, again. We're at a we're at a better point when it comes to COVID itself. Vaccinating, I mean, again, tennis players not getting vaccinated, <laughs> killing me. Um, but we're, you know, around the world, it's again, it's a slow progression, slowly moving forward into a point where I, I think we're just going to start seeing more and more international travel. And it, it, more than anything, Noah, to 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 your point, it comes down to the finances, right? Yeah. Um, and how how tournaments are making that happen how players are compensated appropriately. Again, topic for our discussion on Sunday. Um, but I, I think that's what it comes down to more than anything is just making sure the finances are in place, especially for the 250s and the cha- 250s and below specifically. Yeah. Um, and then going from there. I think there's just been so much turmoil that we haven't really covered. I mean, you know, you and I have covered some of it, but briefly, you know, some of the lasting effects, like we didn't really talk about Oracle, you know, the fact that we don't have them anymore, you know, things like that. What is it going to look like when there is a normal schedule? What is a normal schedule going to look like moving forward from now on? Are we going to have the California events? Is Binghamton going to be on the schedule? Things like that. So I'm curious. Is Sharmel Sheik going to have eight straight (laughs) futures in a row? Right. Is that, is that what the new norm looks like is, is so it's, it's going to be interesting to see like, Hey, our new schedule is going to be very heavily relating to a Europe travel schedule. Is that going to be yeah. what it looks like now? And and that would be heavily disappointing, I think, 
Um, that's something that has to be spoken about. But, you know, right now, let's look at what's in front of us. You have Seville for now and all the same old indoors. Get a little college action in there and have some fun. I'm uh, pumped. Um, happy Halloween to everybody. My daughter is going as Og the Frog from the Humphrey the Hamster book series. Is there an outfit that you can wear to relate to this topic? Unfortunately, I am going to be traveling on Halloween. Mm, doesn't to get mean out anything. To Charlottesville. Does not mean anything. No, we we decorated. We did our pumpkins last weekend. Okay. Um, my dad and stepmom were in town, and it was it was really nice to have the pumpkins set up. We've got some decorations around the house. You it's kind of been, look like a pumpkin. I feel like a pumpkin. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm expanding into one. Uh, two two of the pumpkins we have actually we we grew ourselves. Wow. Um, last, last year I had a pumpkin that, that my mom decorated and it was in good shape and my daughter liked it. So we just kind of kept it up and uh, like for a couple months and then it was January ish and it started to get to that point where it's like, oh, all right, you've, you've, you've had a good life. <laughs> um, so I, I planted it outside. Wait, I saw a TikTok it, about this <laughs> and I just, it turned into an actual like vine of pumpkins. And unfortunately then I, I went on one of my trip, the U S open trip, I, it was a drought. And so it killed the plant, mm. but it, we got two pumpkins out of the deal. Yeah. I mean, some of these videos I've seen of it, it'll, they have like full pumpkin patches in their backyard now. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, at this new house, I'm absolutely 100% <laughs> going to have, there's two built in right now, two, uh, raised garden areas. One of them's going to be pumpkins. Hmm. I'm very excited about this. So the most important question to end kind of our yeah. year, will there be I Hate No Ruben shirts out before Christmas? Great question. I think we have to find a way to get it out before the yeah. Christmas Hanukkah holiday season. Unfortunately, the very nice woman who did our design has uh, gone AWOL. She, she moved out of my development right before I did. Uh, we're going to have to – I've got the design, damn it. Now I'm just going to have to find a – if anybody out there is in the screen printing business, uh, and and listen, this every every cent we get from it is going to go to charity. This is a passion so project. <laughs> totally a passion project, but we we'd like to make these I hate Noah Rubin shirts available for twenty to twenty five ish dollars. Again, with all proceeds going strictly to charity. So if there's anybody out there who's in the screen printing world and, and has, uh, has the ability to help us out with that, that would be super duper. Well, I am looking forward to hearing your voice for some of these matches soon. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, damn it. And I'm, I'm just really happy I don't have to watch you. Oh. Okay. Um, that, was, that was a little... I was a little more harsh yeah. than no, it came. You know, when it's in your head and then it comes out and you're like, oh, right. That, and then yeah. it's like, wow, that was, yeah, that was tough. no, listen, you should come to champagne, <laughs> play, play champagne. I've, I've lost my soul. Our good there. friend, our good friend, Kathy yeah, Hug, need to see uh, Kathy. is going to be running, running things. So, I mean, you'll have, you'll have a good, you know, my mom lives there. Uh, Just anybody you know, to get me away from you and I'd be golden. Okay. All right. Uh, so again, we are, 90% to have a very crucial guest on Sunday night, and we'll have that podcast for you on Monday morning. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.